Welcome everybody, I'm Keith Ferrante. This is the Emerging Profit Podcast. I'm so excited to have you on here where I hope to see you go to the next level as an emerging prophet, as a healthy prophet, as someone that wants to bring the kingdom of God to this earth with power. Join me, let's listen in and hear what God has to say today. God bless you. Yo, 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 everybody. Keith Ferrante here. So excited to spend a few moments with you today. Hope you're doing absolutely well. Man, I want to talk to you about a prophet that I just think is such a a, just a necessary prophet type for today. And I hope that you're getting provoked by every one of these podcasts that you're really getting, you're beginning to see yourself. Guys, I do an extensive study on every one of these prophets that we're talking about inside my emerging prophet world. People that join my program, they get access to all the different types of profits in my year two school program and because we really the lord told me this years you know a few years ago he said keith i want you to study up on all the profits so so you can identify them in people the different characteristics because we need to raise up different types and 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 it's something that i really loved about my journey with dana where dana was talking about keith we don't want to just raise up profits just like you we want to raise up all types of profits we need all types of profits. So as you as you as you build emerging profits, make sure to facilitate just like a wide variety and like just embrace differences. And so, guys, I have really made it my passion to just celebrate the different types of profits and different expressions. And I'm trying to get them all all healthy, relationally healthy. You know, in in good in good relationships, emotionally healthy, all those kind of things. I want them to be able to go the distance as well. We want all the varieties, but we want healthy prophets that can go the distance. We want wild, crazy prophets, fire prophets, signs and wonders prophets. We want governmental prophets. I mean, we want every type of prophet, guys. Whatever type of prophet you are, you need to be celebrating that you're it and not trying to compete with somebody else, feeling bad that you're not like somebody else. Like you need to celebrate who you are. Uh, but I want to talk to you today about. Nathan, uh, man, he's a prophet to a king. I love Nathan. I mean, guys, some some of us might might be like, man, I want to preach in front of all these folks. I remember the Lord told me this once. He's like, Keith, what kind of a prophet do you want to be? Do you want to be a prophet that preaches like a revivalist prophet that preaches to a lot of people? Or do you want to be an influencer prophet behind the scenes? And I thought about it more like a Nathan prophet. I thought about it for a, for, for a while. I'm like, okay, because I almost felt like an invitation from the Lord that he wanted to give me that request. He wanted to honor me. However, wherever I landed in that, and I thought about it, I thought about it. I'm like, man, if I was with the thousands and and this revivalist prophet, I mean, that would be cool and that'd be fun. And I was kind of glamorizing it. But then I thought, well, what if I was with the, like an influencer behind the scenes? No one ever saw what I did. But man, we could influence a nation or nations or, or an industry or, you know, because like maybe a, a major influencer would have so much more impact. And, you know, after after a couple months, I mean, I, I had the conversation with the Lord for for a while. I mean, I, I gave him my answer, but then I didn't really hear back for some months later. And then the Lord later on said, Keith, I am going to make you a revivalist prophet to influencers. So he put them both together. He's like, I want you to, you're going you're gonna to bring the fire of God to leaders. And that that's, I absolutely love that. And guys, I want us to just think about being a Nathan prophet. Some of you are called to be a Nathan prophet type, type of prophet. You may have some other qualities too. Some say Nathan was a cousin to David. His main assignment wasn't like Samuel, who was a national prophet. 
a government prophet also, or like Daniel, who was a government prophet that like, like, or even Joseph. I mean, there's these different types of, of, of governmental prophets, but they, they all have different roles, but Samuel or, but Nathan's, Nathan's role was to be like a friend and an advisor to one king. Like Samuel's role was to, to, to be, a, you know, to pray a prophet to the nation. Daniel's, you know, he did, he led within government. He had a job within government. And Joseph, he was an administrator prophet, but, but Nathan was more of like a, a counselor, consultant kind of a prophet, kind of in and out. Not all the time. I mean, we know the different scenarios. I mean, he and he he corrects Sam. He corrects David in, in a numerous numerous, or he uh, he speaks into David numerous ways. So he's a very healthy, holistic kind of prophet. He's he's not just speaking one one thing into David. It, it, look at Second Samuel's twelve. We know this one. This one's a famous one. The you know like he has to confront David around his affair and murder uh, over Bathsheba and then Uzziah, the, 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 um, the husband of Bathsheba. Nathan said to David, you're the man. This is what the Lord God says. I anointed you king of Israel and I delivered you from the hand of Saul, but you messed up. And I mean, like he had to deliver this hard word. He gave this parable. He gave it in parable form. Why do you think he did that? Why do you think Nathan gave David a parable about a rich man that had all these sheep, and then there was a poor man that had one sheep, and, and then the rich man wanted the one, you know, the poor man's one sheep, and then took it from him, and the king was so mad, David was so mad, man, I wanna make that guy pay. And then Nathan was able to say, you king are that man. You took uh, 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 you know, Uriah's wife, Bathsheba, just his one wife. You you have many. I've given you so many things. And now there's going to be a consequence. And because of that, his own boy died. Uh, D- David's boy died. David, I think it was David and Bathsheba's. The, the, the one they were pregnant, it died. I mean, that was, that was a severe consequence. But you know what I think about it? It's so, uh, this is so redemptive. Nathan has, to, Nathan has to give this really hard word. But then what happens? David repents. And 2 Samuel 12, 25, because the Lord loved him, he sent word through Nathan the prophet to name him Jedidiah. A new boy comes. A new boy comes and the Lord loves. And this boy comes out of the same relationship that had the huge affair, Bathsheba and David. And out of it comes Jedidiah. Who's Jedidiah? That's, that's Solomon. I mean, Nathan, uh, the God is so redemptive. And guys, you can even see a new covenant redemptive value here in Nathan. Like there was a redemption. <clears throat> he wasn't just like, you're getting punished forever. There was, there was some consequence. David faced consequences for his action. He paid for him. But then there was the other side. Then God blessed David once again through Nathan. Guys, as a healthy Nathan prophet, you ought to be able to give correction, but also blessing, insights, uh, and guys, if you like love to give correction, you don't have the right heart to be a Nathan because Nathan was a holistic prophet. He could speak into relationships. I mean, you look later on, what does Nathan do? He does numbers of things. He, uh, he, he, you know, he walks with David and he says, hey, whatever you do, you, you do it. God will bless you. Whatever you do, do it. And, 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 and like David says, I want to make God a, a temple. And then God comes back and says, you, you know, through Nathan, you can't make me a temple because you shed too much blood, but you can prepare it so your son will be able to make me this temple. Like Nathan, 
He is able to, to speak into David's dreams, like his dream to create a temple for God. And then God has to give a strategy through Nathan. And, but it's like the, 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 this, this place that, that he's holistic, he's a healthy, like he fights for King David's legacy, Solomon, at the end of David's life. Nathan, Nathan comes in, he creates this strategy. They figure out how to talk to David. They win David over. Then they anoint Solomon. And then, then Solomon's other son, who was trying to usurp the throne, he gets ousted all because of the wisdom of Nathan. Nathan is a man of wisdom. Some of us who just want to tell somebody what we think and correct somebody and we see something wrong in someone, we just want to show them. We can learn some things from Nathan. He used wisdom and tact. He wasn't just spouting off. He really used the, the, the insight of heaven uh, and, and the strategy. It's kind of like Daniel who had wisdom and tact to speak to the commander where he was going to get killed. And, and, and he was able to avert death because of his wisdom and tact. Some of us prophets could use some wisdom attack, not just bluntness. Guys, I mean, I, I have used the tool of bluntness at numerous times in my life. And you know what? Sometimes it just doesn't work. It gets you thrown in the pit. It gets more trouble. And you might be saying the right thing, but it's like, you know what? You should use some tact. You should use some wisdom. This is leadership. This is leadership 101, learning leadership. It's like, how do you speak to a king like some of us are like, oh man, I speak the word of the Lord, whether they receive it or not. And then you're complaining because you're rejected. Nobody wants to have you around. You're kicked out of churches. You're going from here to there. It's like, okay, maybe you have the word of the Lord, but you're not using wisdom. Like scripture says, we're supposed to speak the truth in love. So why do we think we're just called to say it like it is? Because I'm a prophet. Like 1 Corinthians 13 talks about Love, 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 love. And then it says, okay, follow the better, best way. You know, follow this, follow this pattern of love in earnestly desire to prophesy. Like, it, it, it's, it's like, hey, yeah, you can prophesy, but make sure you got love. Love is patient. Love is kind. And love does not delight in evil, but rejoice in the truth. Like, you've got to find a way to minister as a prophet in love. Some of us think when I'm a prophet, I'm above the rules of prophecy. Like prophecies for the nice people, like encouragement, comfort, actually. Oh, that's that's for everybody. But a prophet, they gotta tell it like it is. No, there is there is there is no difference. Our value system should primarily be to encourage people, to comfort them, to exhort them, even as a prophet, to build them up, just like Nathan, to speak to their sons, to help name them, to help speak to their dreams and occasionally speak some correction and direction in a strategic way that the conviction of the Lord will set upon the one that you're giving it to. Like Nathan was able to release the parable in such a strategic way that David was like, oh my word, it's me. He, I mean, the guy, he was, he was a man after God's own heart, but he got off and he needed a Nathan to be able to release something in a way that the true conviction could be released instead of this guilt and condemnation. So how do you know that you could be a Nathan prophet? You have a mandate to, a, uh, uh, to an influencer or influencers. You tend to connect to an influencer and you're very loyal to them and you hear God for them, for their family, for their destiny, for their business, for, for their industry that they're in. For, for, you know, for, for their dreams of their heart. Like you see things for a variety and you're very loyal. Because I've learned this 
about my own self. If I if people get into my life, even if I text them or if they text me or if we call each other and all of a sudden we're talking, if they get into my life, they start getting into my prophetic space. I start picking up stuff for them. I start sensing stuff for them. I start having encounters with them in it. Like, so if, if, if the more you have someone in your life, the more you're going to get stuff for them. Like if you become a friend, like Nathan was more of a friend to David, then he was walking with him through the journey and through the course of time, he got a lot of stuff. And notice Nathan was there on David's deathbed. Man, this was a faithful prophet. How many of you feel like, man, I, I, you're called to be a faithful prophet and you're called to walk with leaders and you're called to maybe walk with a specific leader and maybe there, you walk with a couple leaders but you're, you're not just like prophesying over everybody all the time. Like part of your, your role as a prophet is very choice insights. I think some people, I've seen prophets that their main mandate was, was to be a Nathan prophet to one leader. I remember this one lady that she was a prophet to this, to this man, this, this businessman, this successful businessman. And she was very protective. And, and, but, but she was like, she, that was like her main assignment. Some of us could have a main assignment to one individual. Now, if you're a prophet, a new covenant prophet, in the new covenant, it talks about you have to equip the saints. So how would that look like? What could that look like? Well, you could be ministering to your one influencer, and then maybe you're getting to spend time with uh, uh, some up-and-coming prophets, some young prophets, male or female, or, or some up-and-coming ones, and you're beginning to give them some insights on how they can minister to an influencer's. You don't have to betray confidence, the conf, you know, the things that you're sharing privately with an influencer to be able to help influencers get clarity in their life. Like, so like, how do you know you could be a, a Nathan? You're a man of integrity. I mean, look at Nathan. He's impeccably in, integrous. He has a heart for David. He loves him. He loves his family. Like this is a good man to have around. He is in it for the long haul. He's not in, He's not a, like a one weekend kind of prophet, just prophesying and then I'm out. No, he is there. He has given God his ear. And, uh, he, and, and, and God can speak to, uh, to, to Nathan. And then also he has the ear of the king. The king, David, he can speak to the king. I mean, guys, who would like to be able to influence a national leader? Who would like to influence a big time CEO of something? Who thinks that we need some prophets? Guys, I, I you know, in, back in our American, you know, our last American um, uh, presidency, I'm like, oh my word, where are the prophets right next to the president? Where are the prophets right next to the governors and the senators? We need them. And I know that some were pretty close and they occasionally get a little something in, but I'm like, Guys, I, I think it's a starting point, but we got to get on the inside. We got to, some of us need to begin to build a strategy and get our heart first. Like, who do you have a heart for? Like, get a heart first, pray, pray for leaders. Find which ones that you actually have real passion for. Guys, whenever I want to get an, an influence, you know, have an opportunity to have some influence with a leader, I got to start getting my prayer, prayer on. I start praying for a leader. I start loving on him in my heart. I start wrapping my arms around him in the spirit. I start asking God to just bless them. And I start getting a heart for their family and, and them and, and their destiny and what they're concerned about, what they're overseeing. And, and then as, as time goes on, and, and maybe, maybe I don't even have a connection with them. Maybe I've never met them. And I will find the Lord will make a way. He will open the door and I will be prophesying to them. Maybe, maybe right next to them or from a distance. I've gotten words to governors. I've gotten words to 
presidential candidates. I've gotten words for um, you know senators and, and and you know CEOs, and it's like you you get a heart for them. And sometimes God will just bring someone in your path that you haven't really prayed into. But you know what? I think the heart that you get in general for people kind of gives you an authority with the Lord for these things. This is such an exciting call. And I just want to pray for you guys out there that feel like, man, yes, I want to be a Nathan prophet. I just, I just pray the fire of God literally comes on you guys for to be an influencer prophet. To be a prophet to an influencer or prophet to several influencers. And I'm, we're going to make a declaration out about, about this person so we can kind of, you know, like take ownership of this. Like Nathan, I have a heart for leaders and influencers. I have the word of the Lord for them. God trusts me to get a word of correction, of direction, encouragement, clarity about their dreams, purpose, destiny, future, family. God has given me the insights and strategy and a grace to be a friend to influencers. I can walk with influencers over the course of the long haul. I'm integrous, I'm valuable, and I'm trustworthy, and I, I, can, I, can, I can keep people's um, information private as well. And, and so we just declare that out in Jesus' name. Come on, guys, we need some people to really take ownership of this Nathan Prophet anointing so that we can begin to step into it. I want to see some of you that are like, oh my word, Keith, this message so rocked me and I begin to really press into my pastor, my leader, the CEO, the boss, the governor, and or whoever it was, and God just, just elevated them, give them bigger promotion, and I went up with them. As guys expect that when a leader rises, if you've been faithful in their life, even at a lower level of leadership, you will be taken up to a higher level of leadership with them. This is a big deal, guys. Doesn't God want to bring the kingdoms of this world to the kingdoms of our God? Well, how's he going to do it? He's going to do it through an influencer. And how's he going to do it through an influencer? Because he's going to have a prophet next to him. That's helping him hear God, helping him get clarity, being a safe place for them to bounce off ideas, being a friend to them. Like, guys, that's one of my, my biggest passions is not to just be a prophetic voice to an influencer, but to be their friend. Like if you learn how to be a friend, like you just, if you learn how to, the, uh, you know, be friendly, be, be an intercessor. Like scripture says, my friend isn't my intercessor. My intercessor is my friend. Like if, if you learn how to just walk as a friend and someone trustworthy, someone that an influencer can bounce off ideas and frustrations and dreams and, and you don't have to fix them every time. You don't have to change them every time. You don't have to give them input every time. Sometimes you're just a listening ear. Many times you are. And then there comes that time where you get to speak into them and it's, it's just super, it's super impactful. It's super impactful as a friend because you don't want to just be a, a prophet like that gives a word. I get around so many prophets that they're, they're like, some, especially the older style of prophet, like they, they just, that was, that was what was expected of them. You're to, be the, you're to be the oracle of wisdom. You're to be spouting off the supernatural revelations and words of knowledge. And I'm like, yes, we are so thankful for those giftings and we're so thankful, but come on, just be a friend. Just have some fun. Just be able to relate. Guys, this, that's next level. You don't, you don't want to have the pressure of always having to get a word. Guys, I've had to really learn to create boundaries around people that always want to milk me for a prophetic word. Even influencers, even major influencers, I have to gingerly and kindly tell them, hey, this is how me as a prophet operates. I'm going to operate better without expectation to have to give you a prophetic word. I need to be able to have just space to be a friend 
and to let God kind of determine when the prophetic is happening. And I've had to learn how to do that with really strong leaders. And I've, and guys, you have to do this. And I had, I'm so thankful for the mentors that have helped me. He's like, Keith, when you're, when you're a prophet, you're, it's different than the gift of prophecy. Like you have to act, operate a little more like a king. You call people to yourself when you have a word for them. You call a leader to yourself. You're not just giving words in anywhere and letting anyone call on you. You're becoming more choice because you're praying strategically into the arena of influence that God has given you a passion and an assignment for. Like that's why we need to understand our metron as a prophet because in that metron, you're going to have influencers and you're going to be able to be a Nathan prophet, but it will probably not be to every type of person out there, every different like business person, a political person, a Hollywood person. I mean, sometimes we might minister to all those people, but sometimes God may be focusing us in really succinctly. And, and, we, and we, got, we need to become more strategic about it because this is how we're going to make a bigger difference. If you narrow down your focus, God will widen your favor. Wow, that sounds like wisdom. If you narrow down your focus, God will widen your favor. So I just pray blessings on each one of you guys that you would, I, I literally feel like that's a word of the Lord. If you narrow down your focus, God will widen your favor. I've never said it before, but as it come out, I'm saying it again because I feel something on it even for me. So I'm just praying favor on you, blessing on you, breakthrough on you, clarity on you, acceleration on you. We need the Nathan prophets. Come on, let the Nathan prophets come forth. Whatever kind of prophet you are, we need you. But I hope you keep getting an increase in your bandwidth and capacity to recognize the different graces of the prophetic and go on a journey of discovering if this is something for you and the different characteristics. Maybe you're gonna have a combination of the Nathan type of prophet and the Elijah fire and the Nathan council and the John the Baptist, uh, you know, uh, uh, kind of fire and, and the John the beloved lovey-dovey uh, in visions and encounters. Like you're gonna recognize different parts of you in different prophets that are in you and it's gonna really help you. Like you don't have to just fit one, you can have a variety. So I hope this was a blessing to you. If it is, let us know. We want to hear from you. And let's keep on this journey together, man. Many blessings. If you've enjoyed this Emerging Profit podcast and you want to check out more resources from us, you can go to our website at emergingprofits.com or you can watch us weekly on Facebook in our free Facebook group, All Things Prophetic. We so hope you're enjoying everything that you're receiving. Have an absolutely amazing day. God bless you.